You are listening to Message Rewind from Discovery Church. Hey, what's going on, Discovery? Welcome to Church at Home. Shout out to all the watch parties going on through Santa Rosa, Rona Park, Petaluma. What is up? Hey, I am excited about this morning. But before I go any further, if I have not yet had the opportunity to meet you, my name's John. I get this amazing privilege to lead this community that we call Discovery. And let me tell you, I am pumped about this morning's message. But before I jump in there, a couple uh, house things real quick, just wanna bring to your attention. Uh, Once again, I mentioned this last week, if you would like to volunteer in our homeless outreach small group, uh, these amazing uh, people go out and they feed uh, the unsheltered uh, individuals in our community. And if you would like to be part of that, help to distribute food or help to cook meals for people to distribute food, um, do me a favor, comment right now uh, in whatever platform you're you're watching this from, whether YouTube, Facebook, or uh, church online, go ahead and say, hey, I would like to help. We have someone that, that'll reach out to you that's watching the the chats right now, and, and they're going to reach out to you, let them know that you want to be part of this amazing opportunity. Um, and so we hope that you can join us. Other things real quick. Hey, mixers are starting back up. That's right. We love hanging out. And so we're trying to create safe social distancing um, outdoor activities for us to just engage with one another. How many of y'all know that we need community? And so uh, the first mixer is going to be a woman's mixer. Let me hear it, ladies. I'm believing in faith that you holler back. Um, but but uh, this coming Sunday, July 26th um, at... Sally's Tomatoes, we have the outdoor, we're renting the outdoor, we have box lunches, Uh, it's going to be $14 per person, and we have some guest speakers that are going to share the love of Jesus with you, so we want you to be part of that. So if that's you, you can also comment below and be like, hey, I want to sign up for that, how do I sign up, and we will get you in contact with the right person. And then finally, last one, and we're going to jump into the message, uh, August 2nd from 11 to 1, we're bringing back Brown Bag Sunday. Hey, we did this July 5th, uh, and everyone loved it. We had such a great time seeing people outside this giant space with tables. And so we're doing it again. So August 2nd, from 11 to 1, 11 to 1, uh, we're going to be meeting at Sally's Tomatoes. We want you to bring your lunch. Uh, We're going to provide drinks, and it's just going to be a great time to see one another, to hang out, and to be part of that. So, Hopefully you can join us for that. Now I want to jump into the message this morning by starting off with this question. Have you ever wondered if God cared about you? Like, have you ever said to yourself, uh, God, do you care about what I am going through? Now, right off the bat, before we jump into the message, I do want to preface this message with a couple things. The first thing is this. This is one of those messages that are easier to digest uh, when you are either um, you just got done going through a hardship or uh, to, to store in your pocket and wait to the next time you go through a hardship to, to pull this out. This is one of those messages that is kind of hard to hear when you are currently going through a trial, a hardship. Okay, so, but, but I want you to lean in. I believe that God wants to reveal something to, to all of us this morning. 
So that's the first thing. The second thing is this. I do not want to come across uh, to come across making it seem like I understand the the issues and the hardships that you are going through. It would be very ignorant of me to stand up here and to not acknowledge that I have no idea the complexities and idiosyncrasies of what you are dealing with personally. And so all I want to do today is I, I, I'm not trying to offend you, but I, I want to encourage you with what the scripture says about this idea of God caring about you. So with that said, how many of you, show of hands, or you can type it on your phone with a little hand emoji, how many of you have ever asked God, or maybe this morning you just even asked God, God, do you really care about me? Now here's the interesting thing about that question is if you have ever asked that question, God, do you care about me? Here's what I could almost guarantee that you have never wondered if God cared about you. I have never wondered if God cared about me when life is grand. Come on, somebody. Like, I, like if I had got a bonus or, or if I got a brand new car, like I've never said, I've never wondered, God, do you care about me? Isn't it interesting that the only time that I've ever asked God, God, why, do, you, do you even care about me? The only time I've ever asked God that is in the midst of hardship. In the midst of hardships. Now, uh, there's three main causes of hardships or trials, however you want to coin this, 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 uh, this word. But there's three main causes of it. The first one is this. It's, uh, uh, we, we go through hardships because of self-infliction, right? Like, so there's things that, that we have done that, man, we are paying the consequences for, right? Like, if you drive drunk and you get pulled over, guess what? The consequences are you're going to lose uh, your license. Uh, and, and so there's, there's things that we, we fall into hardships a lot of times because of things that we've done. I've fallen into a lot of hardships because of things that I have done. And so that's, that's one cause. The second cause of hardship is divine testing, divine testing. Like, here's the deal. There are, the, the, whatever God's called you to do, there are some times where, where he needs us to grow and get stronger before he can take us into the next place that he's called us to. And in order for, uh, for him to grow us, he has to stretch us. And there's some times where God stretches us through situations. There's sometimes that God uh, stretches us through different circumstances. Now we see this all throughout scripture. Uh, Moses, God had to stretch Moses. God had to stretch Daniel. He had to stretch Joshua. In fact, one of my most uh, favorite ones is when God had to stretch Jesus. It says that, that God led Jesus or the spirit led Jesus into the wilderness. Jesus had to go through a stretching. And so sometimes the, 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 uh, the tests that we go through, sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes they're God-given. And so, so that's the second cause of, of different hardships or trials that, that we go through. And so the third cause of hardships is the fact that we live in a fallen world. I mean, ever since Adam and Eve messed up, 
Like we now live in an imperfect, unjust world. And so there's things that happen all around us that we, that we see that, that just seem like, oh, why did that happen? And so, so we're like, we're walking around stressed and worried uh, while we're dealing with these hardships. And in the midst of these hardships, we begin questioning God, why do you even care? Or do you even care what I'm going through, God? Do you even care what I'm going through? And so, like I mentioned at the very beginning, like we, we tend to never question whether or not God cares for us when we're going through something good, when we're encountering good. Like we only question whether or not, God, you care for me when we go through rough times and hardships. And here's why I think we do that is because we tend to see God as a what God rather than a who God. We see God as a what God rather than a who God. And when I walk around with, with the lens of seeing God as a what God, here's the problem with that. As I begin to see God through the lens of what he's done for me or what he's doing for me rather than who he is to me. And as long as I'm walking around with the mentality of looking at God as a what God, man, my affection and my me wondering if he cares, it's going to always fluctuate. It's always going to go up and down. Until I can understand and begin to view God not as a what God, so not what he's done for me, but as a who God, who he is to me. In fact, in one of Jesus' most famous uh, um, messages, the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus, the, the, there's a portion towards the end of Matthew chapter 6 where he begins to address this mindset, this mentality. He actually helps us get from, from a who, uh, what God to a who God. And so that's what we're going to do for the remaining time together. We're going to be in the book, the gospel of Matthew, Matthew chapter six, Matthew chapter six. We're going to start at verse 25 and we're going to read. And as we read, we're going to see how Jesus is, is trying to help to change our outlook on God, that, 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 that we don't see God merely as a what God, but rather a who God. So check this out. Matthew chapter 6 in verse 25. Here we go. Therefore I tell you, this is Jesus speaking. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink or about your body, what you will wear. Is life not more than food and the body more than clothes. And so Jesus, right off the bat, he's like, hey, don't worry. See, because Jesus understands that, that a byproduct of hardships, the byproduct of trials, the, the, the byproduct of when you and I go through things, we begin to worry. And so here's Jesus. He's, he's, he's on the Sermon on the Mount. He has cr a crowd around him. He's, this, this crowd is, is full of people who, uh, who are just like you and me. These, these people have issues. They're going through things. They have struggles. It's not a perfect uh, world for them. They're, they're going through things. And Jesus says, this seems a little bit rude, but Jesus is like, hey, don't worry. To which... 
everyone in that crowd would probably have been thinking, hey, easy for you to say, Jesus. Like maybe that's you this morning. Maybe I'm here and I'm like, hey, hey, don't, don't view God as a what God, as a who God, but view him as a who God. And you're like, you're like, ha, easy for you to say. And Jesus, he, he, he's, he's on, he, he, he's, he's preaching to this group of people and he's like, hey, don't worry. He goes on to say, look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying at a single hour to your life? So here's Jesus. He's trying to build them up. He's like, hey, God takes care of the birds. Aren't you more special than the birds? And all the PETA people are like, no, we're equal. Anyways, <laughs> so so. Jesus, he, he, he's trying to build them up. He's trying to, he's trying to help shift their mind. He, the, he, he's, trying to, he's trying to do something in their mindset. He goes on, and this is verse 28. And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field, they do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you, that even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you? And Jesus, he's building up this idea that just because you don't have it now does not mean God's affection is limited towards you. Just because you don't have what you need right now does not mean God does not care about you. Come on, somebody. Someone needs to hear that this morning. Just because you're going through a hardship does not mean that God does not care about you. Watch this. Verse 31. So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things. And your heavenly father knows that you need them. See, in this moment, what Jesus is doing is very tricky. It's very crafty in a good way. Because what he does is he builds a separation of mindsets. He said those that chase after a pagan, so, so those that, that chase after lowercase g gods, He's like, they chase all these things. They try to make it happen. They, they, they try and, 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 and figure out how can I get or how do I not worry about these hardships. And, and yet Jesus is like, that's how those that chase after pagans do it. But he says at the very end of verse 32, but God knows what you already need. That whatever hardship, whatever trial you're going through, God already knows what you need. He wants to work through. He wants to help you through your hardship. Now, here's what's interesting. Up until this point, from 25 to 32 of, of Matthew chapter 6, Jesus is building up this idea. He, he's, he's, he, he, he's identifying the approach of someone that has the mentality of a what God. 
He, he, verse 25 through 32, he, he, he's constantly saying this idea of, of, of a what God? Like, God, where are you? I have no clothes, I'm worrying. God, I have no food, I'm worrying. God, I have no place to live, I'm worrying. And Jesus, he, he's, he's establishing this idea, this connection between a what God and someone who, who sees God through the lens of what God is doing. And if God is not doing, then God is not caring. And that is the mindset that Jesus is establishing right here. But then he gets to verse 33. And he, he begins to reveal how you and how I, how we can consciously become aware that no matter what we go through, to, that, that, that we can always remember that it doesn't mean that God doesn't care about us. But he tells us how we can always remember how we can set our minds to, even when we're going through a hardship, even when we're going through a trial, how we can always remind ourselves that God cares so that we're never going up and down questioning whether or not God cares. And here's what he says in verse 33. He says, but seek first his kingdom and righteousness and all these things will be given unto you as well. Jesus, he's establishing how you and I move from the mentality of a what God, of, of, only, of only seeing God as a God that cares for me when he's doing something for me and moving from that going to a who God. And I get to this place by prioritizing my priorities. Listen, before I get to the place where I can acknowledge what I need from God, I first have to get to the place where I can acknowledge who God is. Jesus said, but seek first his kingdom. This idea of kingdom shows dominion. It shows the authority that is in God. He, he said, but seek first the kingdom. Have a revelation before you tell God what you need. First, let God acknowledge God's dominion over your life, his authority over your life. And then he says, but seek first his kingdom and then his righteousness. So not only am I acknowledging his authority over my life, but his perfection. Come on, and this is important because if God is perfect and he knows what I need, then he will be able to address what I need in moments of hardship. Listen, this, this, this concept of what Jesus is establishing is huge. Because what he's trying to do is, is trying to say, hey, don't let your worries dictate who you worship. But rather worship to allow that to dictate your worries. I got to seek first his kingdom, seek first his righteousness. And when I do, when I can understand who God is then what God does doesn't determine whether or not I wonder if God cares about me. Friends, this morning, my heart is, is that you and I can get to that place where we don't have to question God's affection for me. 
because I, I get to that place where I understand his affection towards me never wavers, is not dependent on what he does for me, but who he is in me. I want to leave you with one more verse and then we're going to pray. It's found in 1 Peter chapter 5. In verse 7, it says this, Give all your worries and your cares to God. So whatever you're going through right now, whatever you're facing, whatever hardship is weighing you down, whatever thing is making you question whether or not God cares about you. Remember, the byproduct of a hardship is worry, is care, is, 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 is questioning. And so Peter, he's saying, give all your worries and cares to God. Why? Why, Why should I do that? Why should I do He ends with this, because God cares about you. Friends, in the midst of your worries and your cares, know that he cares for you, that he loves you, that he wants to walk whatever you're going through. He wants to walk it with you. He doesn't want you to do it alone. So this morning, whatever you're going through, know God cares about you. Thank you for listening to Message Rewind. Come back every Monday night at 5 p.m. to hear the latest message from Discovery Church.